0: The world is actually getting better, not worse. It's never been more important to keep that truth in mind. Welcome Abbaology Insiders. I'm Jake Stringer, your host and founder of the Abbaology Movement. The purpose of Abbaology is to transition people from judicial, legal, fear-based, and courtroom concepts of God into a loving, familial experience of Him. This is your home for free Abbaology content. Check out Abbaology.net for more, including an eight-minute long detailed month-by-month breakdown of our Insider Intensive, which is a six-month, one-subject-per-month Bible school taking place inside of a closed Facebook group that begins August 10th. I'm going to assume that you're hungry, that you're ready, and you don't want me to hold back. So let's journey from theology to Abbaology together. You know, this week I actually had several different pastors who are transitioning theologically from fear based and legalistic concepts of God into a fully familial uh, Abba loving father paradigm. And this paradigm can be difficult, especially for pastors and leaders, but it's difficult for everybody. And they reached out because they were having difficulty. Continuing to go forward into this revelation because there are still so many dozens of people on their social media feeds that still buy into the fear based stuff. And so it's difficult to continue moving forward. Also, family members, this is something very real that happens as you embark on a theological journey. Is you'll receive lots of difficulty from close family members and close friends that aren't seeing what you're seeing yet, and that can be um, those can be difficult waters to navigate. And so it's Im- so important as we're as we're journeying theologically to at least have a few people that are also journeying, and that's kind of the heart about the Abbaology community is is for people to be able to journey together. You know, my wife Michelle and I, we journeyed as pastors um, the- and went on a theological journey, and we know how hard that was, and we had a great situation. Our church was interdenominational, meaning we had people from all different backgrounds, We started it the way the church government was set up. There was no one telling me what I could or couldn't study or teach or release. I was totally free. But even with that, it was difficult relationally, and you can get a lot of negativity coming at you. So the kingdom is not just theological, it's practical and relational. So I want to share just a few things that I shared with those pastors this past week. Um, that helped me, and that's all I can do, you know. Um, on your social media feeds, as you transition, there is this incredible function called the unfollow button, and the unfollow button is your best friend when you're when you're on a theological journey. You don't have to unfriend people. Uh, I'm just reminding you, you can unfollow them. Um, at least as a first step, and then your feed starts all the negativity and fear-based theology, uh, all the doomsday articles about how we're in the last days and the chip that they want to give us or the vaccine is the mark of the beast, and all of that stuff that's coming at us all the time begins to not be in your feed. Because let's be honest with ourselves, we're all on our phones a lot, probably more than we should be. But if we are going to be on there a lot, if we're going to spend large chunks of time on social media, let's be intentional about what information is coming at us while we're on there. So unfollow the people, even if they're family members. You know, I've unfollowed family members. And and here's the deal. It's not just theological. So right now, the media narrative and the narrative of popular American Christian theology is fear-based, and it is based around things getting worse, because that is what keeps people glued to screens, to TVs, to news stations, to the next article. You know, um, I joked a few weeks ago that not to be blown about by the wind of every article. We know Paul said, not to be blown about by every wind of doctrine. But really, people are seeing these articles as doctrine, as teaching. So don't be blown about by every wind of article. Well, what if you're in process? What if you're transitioning theologically? You know what you've left. You know what you're going towards, but you're you're not super solid in what you're going towards yet, and it hasn't yet been tested. Well, this COVID situation is testing you, I guarantee it. So, you know, imagine you're coming out of an abusive relationship, one where you lived in fear, one where the person was uh, always keeping you walking on eggshells and uncertain, never feeling secure, always afraid, and they were negative on top of all that. When you finally escape something like that, and say you start dating someone that is healthy for you, a few things happen. The one of the first things is that it takes a long time for this new person to earn your trust because you're still seeing them through the lens of all the years spent in that abusive, fearful, negative relationship. You know, at our church where we, we uh, you know, welcomed and accepted everyone, I would watch people take two, three years before finally their guard was down. And it required a lot of patience from our people and our leadership because we had to understand these people are essentially coming out of an abusive relationship. So there are lots of triggers. You have to earn someone's trust coming out of an abusive relationship. And there would be these situations come up that would test. It would test that situation. And, and show them that they could trust us. And we would have to have, I don't know, nine or ten of those things happen before those people really started to trust us that we weren't going to become abusive like the other lovers. So when you're transitioning theologically, just mathematically speaking, you spent so many years under the fear-based, negativity, wrathful, you know, rapture's coming any second, things have to get worse mindset. I mean, listen as I lift those things off. That's what we're calling the gospel. So as your spiritual cataracts start to fall off and the veil begins to lift and you start to understand um, that God is way better than you ever imagined, well, that that's an exciting thing to start happening, but your transition is going to get tested. And so the temptation is to go back, even you know and you see it all the time this isn't a mind-blowing you know illustration but people stay in abusive relationships and will even go back to them year after year after year because at least it's predictable at you know and predictability feels safe even if it's abusive you know and so now you're is not even golden handcuffs but you're you're wearing essentially golden handcuffs and and the predictability Is the gold on the handcuffs but you're still in handcuffs you know and you're getting whacked upside the head while you have handcuffs on you can't even defend yourself so as you're coming forward as you're coming out of that let's say now you're dating the new person uh, go back to that analogy would it be healthy for the new relationship for you to continue to expose yourself to the old person no and if you really loved the new relationship And you loved that person, would it be loving to continue to feed off of that old relationship, those old energies? No, it would be toxic for the new thing you have going that's actually good and actually healthy. But uh, we like to live without having to trust, without risk. And relationships are interesting because we want relationships without risk. That ain't possible. So even your theological relationship is going to have risk as you go forward You have to risk, and I'm just being real honest uh, I want to be candid, you may be risking relationships That may happen, and when that happens, it's always hard So you have to count the cost You count the cost going forward So... As this COVID thing is testing your old theology and you've got all these articles and posts from old friends who are still under the old teaching uh, coming at you, unfollow them. That's one thing you can do. If if you're not gonna just totally unplug from social media, strategically and intentionally unfollow those releasing that sort of news even friends of yours that aren't Christians sharing fear-based news articles unfollow get it out of your mind. what you feed on is the energy you're gonna feel. you know so when we're feeding on fear and negativity, man, life becomes hard, okay And you know the truth is, it should be pretty alarming that our theology has taught us, and taught the world who's been watching us, the non, quote, non-Christian non world, that when things are getting worse, it means Jesus is near. That is upside down. Jesus makes things better. He's a restorer. You know, the Jewish people had a term called the Tekon Olam. And it was basically, that phrase means the renovation or the restoration of the earth. So they believed when Messiah came, he wasn't there to make things worse like we're teaching people, like we believed. Hopefully, hopefully if you're on this podcast, you don't believe that anymore. He wasn't coming to make things worse. He was coming to renovate and restore. So why are we, why is our primary doctrine that As things get worse, Jesus must be near. So I want to just take a second and share some facts about the world. Because the media narrative is is always going to tell us, until there's a massive global shift in mindset, the media narrative, because advertisement time... uh, you can, you can charge more when more people are watching And what gets people glued to the TV Is negativity and fear This is not news Okay, we, we all know this Yet there we sit Glued to it So I'm not getting political now Those are just facts Whatever side of the, quote, aisle uh, You're on Which there is no aisle That whole thing is an illusion There is no us and them um, But that's for another podcast so, the truth in the world is that things are getting amazingly better, but you're not going to hear that on TV because that doesn't sell, doesn't keep people glued, doesn't uh, sell advertisement time at high prices. So, you have to go looking for truth because the media narrative is false. You know, I joke a lot, what, whatever, if you're Republican or Democrat, the question is, which false narrative do you prefer? So we have to excavate in this time. And if you're an excavator, it doesn't mean you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know, I see a lot of people who are actually just sincerely looking for something true being dismissed as conspiracy theorists, and that's not, that's not fair. You don't have to tolerate that. So here are some truths about the world. Feed on this and stop feeding on the negativity and fear. Unfollow. I should call this podcast Unfollow. So let's just talk about some things that are true. Extreme poverty has fallen to its lowest point in a century. Hunger is falling. I mean, these are some truths. Life expectancy is rising. I mean, since the year 1800, life expectancy has risen by 40 years. I mean, think about that. Child mortality has steadily declined in the last 30 years. These are good things. In the long term, homicide rates have fallen dramatically. Homicide is down in the United States. Violent crime in the United States has been going down consistently. We have actually reduced the supply of nuclear weapons worldwide. More people globally live in a democracy now than ever. Literacy is up higher than it's ever been. Technology, technological advancements are mind-blowing. Almost uh, more people than ever, access to the internet. Solar energy, the price of solar energy is decreasing steadily. So, the truth about things, are there problems? Yes, absolutely there are problems. But what's the answer? Us. We are the answer. I think I said this last podcast, but our families can't stay the same. Because we're in that family. Our cities can't stay the same because we're living there. Our states can't stay the same because we're living there. Our nations, the, the world can't stay the same because we live there. We have a green light. I grew up being told that because I was a separated, guilty sinner with a wicked heart, I lived with a red light from God. And essentially, unless a voice spoke out of a cloud unmistakably to me, to do something, don't do it cuz you, you know, your instincts are are wrong and you need to have a word from God. Now having a word from God is great, but here's here's a word from God. I trust you. Christ has been made wisdom unto you. He is in you. You are wise. You are innovative. You are relationally wise. You know how to take care of your emotional well-being. These things are already inside of you. You have innovative ideas for political systems, for legislations. You have, uh, you can be the glue that that keeps things flowing in wisdom. You know, uh, I think the kingdom is obviously neither left or right, but kingdom voices who understand the heart of Abba, who don't see the world as us and them, actually need to rise up in politics and things like that and infiltrate those systems. You know, Jesus said the kingdom was like a woman who inserted yeast into three uh, loaves of bread. So we have to actually go into the loaf of bread, whatever that loaf of bread is, to make a change. So today was a little different, but intentionally take care of yourself, unfollow detoxify from that which is toxic you can do that you could do that in just a few minutes you know who the people are and take care of yourself love yourself okay stay positive feed on the truth that things are actually getting better in the earth god bless